Hey everyone, welcome to the Pop Culture Sirens. Uh, this is Christine with Michaela. Hello. Hello. Um, if just a warning, if you hear any little meows in the background, that's my cat Annabelle. She's being friendly today. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Oh, she walked away as soon as I said that. <laughs> That's more like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, she's coming back. Yeah. Okay, oh. so, uh, Michaela, you got anything going on? Uh, I had an exo comeback. That was nice. Oh, Lay yeah. was in it for more than just a flash on the screen. So that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything going on other than the whole job situation nah. but have an interview tomorrow so we'll see how it goes good luck thank you it's not for a job I particularly want but mm. it's uh, the only place that's contacted me so far so you gotta do what you gotta do exactly I don't think my current job is going to be very happy when I put in my two-week notice if I get this other job, but they should have been expecting it, honestly. If they're yeah. going to cut me down to part-time. So. Yeah. So I got, <laughs> I know I need money. I got kids to take care of. Mm. And books to buy. <laughs> so many books. Yeah, so many books, a little time. Uh, I've been stressed out, so I've been drinking slightly more. Not like a lot. Like I had two uh, vodka lemonade drinks the other day. And Arwen is like, Mom, you're becoming an alcoholic. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not. She's like, but you could become an alcoholic. Like, I'm not going to become an alcoholic just because I had two drinks when I normally don't have drinks. <laughs> I didn't even get buzzed, so it was a waste. <laughs> Alcohol just makes me need to pee. Um, me too. But. I need the, I need the vibe. I can't take edibles right now because I'm looking for a new job. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and most jobs drug tests. So that's a no go. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So no edibles, which is sad. <laughs> insane like the inconsistency though when it comes to like weed and stuff over there like I don't know does that make up your mind is it okay is it not <laughs> I know I wish they would just make it federally um, decriminalized and okay yeah but Ohio, it's still not legal. Shh. 
Mm. But in Michigan, it is, which you can just go across the border Mm. and buy some edibles. Mm. But if you get caught bringing them across the state border, then you're a drug trafficker. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's risky. Mm. I haven't gone up to Michigan to buy anything. I usually buy off people I already know. Yeah. But so I'm still reading The Firekeeper's Daughter. It's a thick book and it's, uh, I don't love it. Uh. Which is odd because it's got almost five stars on Goodreads and that's really hard rating to get Mm. so yeah i just i don't know i don't love it it's it's fine but i'm not just not vibing with it (laughs) i'm not vibing with it and when it first came out i wasn't that interested in reading it but everybody kept telling me oh my god it's such a good book it's such a good book it's such a good book and then um Georgia Hardstark on My Favorite Murder recommended it too. And I was like, okay, maybe I should actually buy this and read it. Everybody keeps telling me how good it is. And it's fine. I just, eh. It's very choppy. Okay. It, it jumps from like one thing to another. Uh, yeah. So, populating. Yeah, I mean the premise is okay. It's this um, Native American girl that gets caught up in an FBI investigation into meth in her her reservation. So. It's an interesting premise. The one thing that gets me is she's 18. So I I know we're supposed to suspend belief when we're reading young adult books. But what FBI agent is going to wrangle in an 18-year-old to be to help them with an investigation? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And of course, she's falling in love with the FBI agent. Well, that's a bit skeezy. Well, he's How only... She's 22. Okay. So the fact that a 22-year-old is the, like a field agent is also a slightly unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Lily picked out this book for me to read because I, I can never decide what book to read next. Uh, so I either, just, I either just blindly grab a book or I have one of the kids pick it out. Mm-hmm. and Lily picked out this one but Arwen picked out my next one and it's called They Both Die at the End well that sounds fun yeah it's um <laughs> a sad book from what I've heard but I've also heard it's very good it's been out for a long time and it's still like on all the charts mm. so mm. I hope I this like one... seen someone talk about that somewhere. 
And oh, yeah. like those where like no one actually believes the name, but then like what? And everyone's like, "Wait, warned you?" It's <laughs> like that or something else. But it's something that like the name was like they're gonna die. Like, no, they're not. No, they're not. And you read it like that. Yeah. And it says right in the title, they both die at the end. So, yeah, <laughs> I kind of, kind of know where it's going, but supposedly it's a really good book. I'll check it out. I started out the year reading really fast, but yeah, um, things have keep coming up, and I haven't been reading as much lately. Oh. Plus, Damn I saw you life. <laughs> I know life sucks. Plus, I'm still trying to watch Lucifer and finish uh-huh. that, which I'm halfway through. But we lost the remote for the living room, so <laughs> uh, that's why I download the apps on my phone. On my phone, so like. I switched the fire stick from the Roku, but it's like, I'm like, sure, I have the remote app just in case I lose the remote. (laughs) Anthony has the remote app on his phone. I should probably download it for my phone, but anything uh, in the K-pop world going on? Well, EXO had their comeback, which was nice because basically they teased us a few months ago on like the anniversary of the fandom name I think it was that we were getting a comeback and it's took them a while for it to actually come out but like two of the members have enlisted since like they recorded it and did everything and then enlisted and then it's come out like this week so it's nice to see like seven members there but it's sad that two weren't there full stop because they were like halfway through their enlistment and it just like hi it's channel and bacon like but they're not there now they're enlisted but no it was nice it was nice seeing lie as well he hasn't been able to do a lot with exo for a while because chinese korean relationships and stuff lays from china yeah but then talking about like weed and stuff member of b2b has been given two years in prison for weed (laughs) Because the doors are stupid over there. <laughs> it's like some, that's like literally the same as some of the people that got caught up in the um, uh, chat room scandals a couple of years back. Like full on sharing videos of like people not consenting to sex, like videos of it. They're not consenting to the videos, they're not consenting to the sex. And like, they got two years, but Ilhoon's also got two years for doing weed. Like, how is how does that make sense? There's people it's, in America that got like life sentences for drug trafficking, drug dealing. It's it's so stupid. Exo, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, has Arwen had a BTS meal yet? No, she hasn't had her BTS meal yet. We keep forgetting about it. (laughs) But she was ranting about how other countries get the cards. 
Yeah, I think maybe one or two of the other Asian countries are getting them or something. I think it's just down to what they want to put in. But, like, we don't even get the meal full stop here. <laughs> it's... I don't personally understand the point of it. Because it's just chicken nuggets. Yeah, it could have been better. Oh. There's going to be much for it anyway, though. So. That's what it was. Get people talking, get marketing, just marketing. Yeah. yeah. I think Iron's pretty much forgotten about it, actually. <laughs> so, does she collect photo cards then? Um, she used to have a whole bunch of them on her wall, but she took them down. She changes how her room looks every six months. <laughs> I've got quite a few photo cards on my wall as well. They're addicting. It's like I'd stopped buying CDs because there was no need. Like you just use apps now. I was like, I only recently stopped buying CDs, to be honest, because I still brought them at concerts and whatnot. Because I like the photo, like uh, I like the artwork and I like having a physical thing. Do you know what I mean? Like if I'm paying for something, I want a physical thing. Yeah. The, the world has changed, and there's just CDs weren't even that easy to get a hold of anymore for the groups I liked. But then, like with K-pop, they know what they're doing. It's not just a case of, oh, here's a CD. It's, here's a CD with a massive book of photographs. Here's a collectible photo card. Here's some posters. Here's this bonus. Here's that bonus. And it's like, you don't just buy one CD. You buy four or five versions of the same CD. Sometimes even more than that. So one of the NCT CDs, I brought the same version three times so I could complete a poster. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And then obviously the photo cards. Because you always get different, like, you want different photo cards. It's just fun and maybe slightly addictive. The excitement of opening the album to see who you get. But yeah. They know what they're doing. People will still buy K pop CDs, whereas people aren't buying other CDs. And they're not just buying one K-pop CD, as I say. They're buying three or four K-pop CDs of the same album. It's just, yeah, clever. That's insane. Yeah. But they kind of do the same thing with books because they'll do, like, collector's covers. Mm. And then all the book subscription boxes we'll do a special cover yeah so someone on my facebook was saying earlier they've got six copies of the entire harry potter collection <laughs> it's because they keep buying all the new versions i have two do i have two yes i have two i don't even know if i have a complete one i used to just steal my mom's oh, yeah i think they're all my mom's <laughs> I know that covers came out a few years ago um, with, they were like black and white sketch covers. Mm. 
And I kind of wanted those. Oh, technically I have two and a half because I have the illustrated versions of what's come out so far. Ah. Okay. I think only to... I think there's only four out now mm. of the illustrated version. Mm. Yeah. So is think... that like just an illustrated cover or is there like no the whole the whole book is illustrated. Oh that's cool. Yeah. But not like the Twilight way where they did literally a manga. No, it's the book, the actual book with illustrations in it. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I wouldn't give him a money, but still, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of on the fence about getting the rest of them because I don't want to give the JK, the transphobe, any more money. Yeah. But I also want to complete my collection. <laughs> Maybe someone will sell them secondhand. Maybe. Anthony usually gets them for me for Christmas when they come out. (laughs) It's his money then, not yours. Yeah, (laughs) it's his money giving to JK, but I kind of want to finish the collection because I still love the Harry Potter books. Mm. They mean a lot to me. Yeah. And I really love them. I just don't like their author anymore. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how most people feel, to be honest. It was such a big part of their growing up that they don't want to completely ditch that because it's a huge part of them, but she's a cow. (laughs) Well, I have two Harry Potter tattoos, so I can't exactly stop being (laughs) a Harry Potter fan. Um, Because one I could cover up, but the other one would be a huge pain in the ass to cover up. Mm. my Ravenclaw one mm-hmm. so I uh, I'll say a fan I usually reread the well I listen to the audiobooks like once a year same with Twilight I usually listen to the audiobooks of those once a year too mm. for nostalgia hmm but I got some good news. Okay. Shadow and Bone got uh, renewed for a second season. Oh. I just good announced it you. the other day. <laughs> I'm excited. Because mm-hmm. we're going to get more into the Six of Crow books. I guess with the second season. Mm. At least that's what I've heard. And the Six of Crow books are my favorite. And that has my book boyfriend in it. Mm. So we're going to see their big heist that they pull off in the books. Mm -hmm. And his love story, which is a cool love story. (laughs) Is it a love story with you? Mm. (laughs) I wish. Um, No, it's a love story with Inej. and they're both have feelings for each other, but they're so dumb. Mm. <laughs> so 
and Katz has a tragic backstory, so he's very like, I can't love anybody, <laughs> but I love Inej. <laughs> because that's not been done 10 million times. <laughs> I don't care. It's a trope I like. <laughs> Hmm. I like the broody bad boy. <laughs> and the snarky one, which is why I like Percy Jackson so much. Percy Jackson's getting a series on Disney Plus. Okay. Which I hope is, it, I mean, it's got to be better than the movie. <laughs> the movie See, is- I don't think I hate those movies. I've never read the books, but the movie wasn't that bad. That's because you've never read the books. (laughs) If you read the books, you would hate the movie. Uh, Even the author hates the movies. (laughs) Like, there's simple things. Like, one character is supposed to be blonde. And they left her as a brunette in the movie. Like, that's not that big of a change. You could have done it. Mm. and his sword isn't supposed to be a clicky pen that drives me completely insane in the movies it's a clicky pen and in the books he has to take the cap off and when he takes the cap off the pen becomes the sword (laughs) that drives me insane such such a simple little thing that they could have kept. I don't know why I changed something like that. Yeah. It's Hollywood though. They like to do that. Yeah. I just wish book adaptations were better. <laughs> I get it now get that, that like with- what? I get that with like web comics. Because so many get turned into K-dramas these days. Like some spawn, some improve the web comics, but then others, it's like, did you even read it? It's the difference. Like Secretary Kim, what's wrong with Secretary Kim? Is almost spot on to the comic, and then you've got things like Extraordinary You, which was July found by chance. I felt was better than the web comic. Same with True Beauty. Then there was Dinner Day, which was so stupid as a drama. They like literally it was just the names that were the same and the concept that they went and had dinner sometimes. And it's like none of the lightheartedness and I don't know, it's just it was not the comic I read at all. And then yeah. The moment I'm literally two of the dramas I'm watching, I am reading at the same time, I think. So I'm reading, so I married an anti fan and I'm watching it. And what was the other one? Ah, my roommate is a gumiho. Which seems pretty spot on, to be fair, so far. Same with Antifan. It's just they've changed the order in Antifan. But that's even more complicated because the webcomic is a remake of another webcomic, which is a remake of a book. And somewhere in there, there was a Chinese movie with Chanyol from Exo in it. And now there's a K-drama. But the K-drama was made two years ago but it's only just got picked up, so we're only just getting to watch it. 
and it's like I just don't know if the webcomic I'm reading is really at that point or I don't know I just can't tell if the drama's written off the webcomic version I'm reading or if the other webcomic version was so similar that it hasn't made a difference because the drama is nearly finished but the webcomics only at like chapter 50 but there's been a lot of scenes that were almost exact so I'm just I'm just confused <laughs> but I'm fine because <laughs> I'm enjoying both whatever that sounds complicated yeah you do find a lot of webcomics are based on a novel that someone's written and someone just, oh, I like that plot. I'll, I'll make it into a comic book. And it's cool. And then a lot of dramas are based on comics these days as well. So it all just goes around in circle. Interesting. It's cool. Huh. I didn't realize there was so much into K-drama and webcomics. There's a lot. <laughs> you still need to watch a K-drama. I will find one for you one day. I know you've got no problem with subtitles. No, I don't have a problem with subtitles. I love subtitles. Promises. It feels like reading fan fiction. Nice, tidy little stories, neatly wrapped up. And it's only one season. And it's just addictive. It's, it just feels the same as reading fan fiction did because it was. You didn't like most fan fictions didn't get sequels and it was just one story and you knew it was gonna have a beginning, middle, end. And if you went into a romance one, you knew you were getting a romance. If you went into horror, you knew you were in horror. It's just it's comforting knowing what you're gonna get for the most part. But also a fresh new story. It's great. Something for everyone. I do miss reading my fan fiction sometimes. Mm. Sometimes I go back and read uh, Wide Awake. <laughs> oh. I have it on my Kindle. Sometimes I go back and read it. I feel like the last one I might have read was just one of the guys. It's been that long. I just remember being on the train reading that one. And it was the one where Bella pretended to be boy to join a boy band <laughs> I've never heard of that one yeah I liked it I read it a few times yeah she literally just auditioned to be in a boy band and she pretended to be a boy called Billy and obviously her and Edward fell in love uh, it was just exactly how you expect and it's great and then the irony is I have since read I have since watched multiple K-dramas with the same plot. <laughs> One where she literally joins a boy band. And it's got some of the best soundtracks ever. There it is. Uh, have you heard about the murder subscription boxes? It's like where you solve a um, case. Yeah, yeah. There's a boy band one. <laughs> Yeah. They murder a boy band. They, uh, one of the boy band members, it's set in the 90s, 2000s. And mm. 
one of the boy band members goes missing before a big concert and you have to figure out what happened to him. <laughs> I posted it on my Facebook the other day because I thought some people might be interested in it. <gasps> but boy bands aren't for me, so. <laughs> so Just... Did you not bother to find what happened to this poor soul? No, you have to pay $165 for the subscription box. That's expensive. Yeah, so I didn't feel like paying that. (laughs) (laughs) Just watch Imitation then, because boy band member just random disappears. I think it's because his girlfriend killed herself. But he's still not showing up again a few episodes later. It's like, what are you doing, Chani? Where are you? The cast of this K-drama is nearly all K-pop idols playing K-pop idols. <laughs> and it's kind of random because they mix and match the groups as well. So he's like, well, that's a tease, but it's also SF9. And it's Boys Republic. And it's unique. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. All these different members. Yeah, the first episode, like one of the guys from Shaq disappears right before concert but then it's that a few few years later and everyone sort of like pretended it didn't exist i feel like his character is going to come back soon but who knows and it's got it though because like he's one of the more known actors out of all the idols that are on it so it would make sense to come back it's one with a bigger name so the first episode of loki came out yesterday oh yeah it was pretty good. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, the whole two people that listen to this, but. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was good. But the president of Marvel said this is going to be like a big game changer for the MCU. Like it's going to have a big impact on the storyline. Oh, it has to do with time traveling and multiverses. Ah, so I think they're going to screw with the MCU timeline. Ah, ah, because it's not complicated enough already. Yeah, no, it's not complicated at all. And then they just finished up Thor, the last Thor movie, Love and Thunder, Hmm. which I can't wait for because Taika Waititi is directing and he is an awesome director and he's a good actor. He's going to be in, oh crap, what was it? I don't remember now. He's going to be in something as an actor. Uh, No, I'm going to have to look it up. (laughs) Well, he's going to be... Well, this wasn't what I was thinking of, but he's going to be in a movie with Ryan Reynolds called Free Guy. Okay. What the hell was that about? It was something I wanted to see. Hmm. Hmm. I know he got in trouble with 
Marvel because he got there was pictures taken of him and his girlfriend Rita Ora mm. and Tessa Thompson all making out in public. Okay. And so I guess he got a talking to from Marvel. I know the public aren't very happy with Rita Ora these days anyway. I don't even know who Rita Ora is. She's a singer. But yeah, she's like like she threw parties and stuff during quarantine. Oh. A few times. She had to apologize a few times. And I think the Aussies were getting annoyed because they're not allowed to come and go from their country, but famous people are. I feel like Retour was one of the examples they used of people that were allowed to come and go. Oh. Yeah. Uh I saw that complaint about how movie stars are allowed to come and go for filming and stuff. Yeah. That would piss me off too. Yeah. It's not fair. No. But Love and Thunder, I think, is going to be good. Did you see Thor Ragnarok? I don't know. <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> It had Jeff Goldblum in it. Yes, yes, I did see it. That was a good one. Well, Loki's not going to be in Thor 5, Thor, Thor 4. I had to remember which order it was in. <laughs> what Thor? <laughs> what Thor is this? Uh, yeah, Loki's not going to be in it. So I'm in, I'm interested to see how the Loki TV show plays into this because you know, they all feed into each other. Yeah. So I'm wondering what happens to Loki if he's not going to be in the new Thor movie. He's busy being a horse. <laughs> An eight-legged horse. But the Loki TV show was good. I liked the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. And it had uh, Owen Wilson in it. Oh. Okay. Cool. <laughs> what was that? I went to say cool again, but it came out like <laughs> <laughs> That's like in Mean Girls when she says gruel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about different universes. EXO has that sort of concept. Well, actually the whole of this one entertainment companies all seem to be tying in together these days. But like EXO are aliens from Exoplanet. But there's also a parallel universe. But like there's this new group, ASPA. And they all have these AIs. But there's like a virus going on. And the AIs are in trouble. And all the different SM groups are sort of trying to get to this alternate universe and yeah seems to do with these AIs but Red Velvet might be the villains we can't figure it out it's just a really cool little way that like all these music videos from all these different groups are tying in together and the fact that it's dating back to like EXO's debut which is 2012 kind of shows how long-winded this plan was because yeah 
that was 2012 and Aesper debuted last year. But it's still building the same story in the same universe. And it's really cool. And EXO have superpowers. <laughs> but some of the members of EXO were in Super M, you know, the ones I said that did the little collab with Marvel. Yeah. So there could be official stuff, really. <laughs> I think the Marvel tie-in is cool. Yeah. The Avengers of K-pop. But I'm a big Marvel stan, so. Hmm. I'm pretty down. Yeah, I feel like the SM universe concept is trying to be similar to the like Marvel universe concept of everyone having their own stories, but they are sort of reaching a point where everything's tying in together now. And that's pretty cool. K-pop has been around since 2012. <laughs> that's just the, that's the third generation of K-pop. It's been around since like Sotage and the Boys in like 1994. And then there was like H.O.T. and oh, I can never pronounce it. Like Sex Guys? Sex Guys? Uh, I can write it, but I can't say it. I preferred them over H.O.T. as well, but like that was like 1997. They were competing in their edgy girl groups like SDS and then the second generation of K-pop came around like 2005 till 2011. And then we got our third gen and now we're in the fourth gen. I didn't hear about K-pop until Arwen told me about BTS. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't know about it till like 2017. Well, I mean, I had heard of Super Junior vaguely because, like, the first internet friend I ever made was in this Nicholas Braun chat room, who was someone from the Disney Channel. <laughs> but, like, she went through a Super Junior phase. She's from, like, Latin America, and Super Junior are huge in Latin America. And that was about it. And then, obviously, Gangnam Style. I love Gangnam Style. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember everybody. I have Gangnam Style socks. <laughs> oh my God. I literally got them at Primark when Gangnam Style was out. And now I look back at myself and I'm like, I was smart. I even brought more Gangnam Style socks in Korea. <laughs> Is that and I went to... still popular over there? Yeah, it was a big things Psy was already huge so people say it's a one-hit wonder but that was like his eighth album or something ridiculous like that he's got his own record label now oh wow like he hasn't made music in a while but he has he yeah has other people making music instead like jesse and (sighs) was hyuna dawn i think they're under him and a few others yeah, he's in charge of making music now instead of actually making the music. But yeah, if you go down like this one street in Gangnam, there's still like a massive teddy of him, of Gangnam style. 
the Gangnam Dolls? I don't know. There's, there's this random street in Gangnam. There's also a statue of like some arms in Gangnam that's supposed to signify the dance. It was a big thing. Like they put a lot of money into their pop culture because I remember reading about it. Like the Haley Wave, they put a lot of like government funding in because they've been invaded a lot of times, haven't they? And instead of being a powerful country through those kind of means like violence and war and stuff they wanted to be a hard power through pop culture like america is like england is and yeah so they put a lot of money into making people making their k-pop their k-dramas their movies even like the korean beauty products and stuff so that korea has and makes a name for itself through that and I feel like it's doing a pretty good job at the moment. Like, food's getting super popular. Everyone's using, like, sheet masks. And it's just, yeah, it was pretty cool the way it sounded. Like, they want to be known throughout the world and be popular throughout the world through things like pop culture instead of invading places like everyone else seems to do. <laughs> That's a cool concept. Mm. I didn't know all that. Thank you for educating me. <laughs> I didn't word it very well, but yeah. <laughs> Arwen. That's also why it might seem so like aggressive, the marketing for K-pop and stuff. That's just because there's a lot of money put into spreading spreading it, the Haley wave. Yeah, I didn't know anything about Korean culture or music or anything until Arwen told me about BTS when she was in mm. like the fifth grade or something sixth grade maybe yeah says so like they even the movies have taken off as well like trying to boost sound was super popular and then Parasite went in the Oscars and then even this year this is like Korean Oscar winners so whatever they're doing it's working it is. That's cool. So Lily is started on Shit's Creek. Okay. And she's almost done with it. And I watched the first couple episodes and I didn't like it. Mm. So, but everybody kept telling me you got to get through the first season. Ah, uh, like into the parks and wreck. <laughs> And I watched a couple episodes of Lily. And it seemed okay. I might give it another shot mm. when I have time. It does seem very popular. Yeah. And it yeah. ended. So I, uh, it ended after six seasons, so it told a story. Yeah, that's good. So I just remember, like, even Parks and Rec was really hard to get into for the first season or so. It doesn't really hit stride till Ben and everyone shows up, in my opinion. Like, it's good, but I did have to try two times to get through season one. But then it was smooth sailing. There on out. I didn't get into Parks and Rec until it was done. 
Well, I mean, it was it was done by the time I got into it, but like that's yeah, I struggled through season one. It is it's just not as good as the other seasons. So when I rewatch it, I skip it. <laughs> For shame. There's it's another. Just not as interesting. I just need to skip to Ben getting there. <laughs> There's another show that I need to check out on HBO Max called Mayor of Easttown. A murder okay. mystery. Ah, uh, you and your murders. Yeah, I love murder. What can I say? <laughs> um, it's got Evan Peters in it too. Why is he always in murder things? You know he's playing Jeffrey Dahmer, right? Why is he like this? <laughs> <laughs> When's he gonna play uh, like a sweet innocent person? Yeah, he's playing Jeffrey Dahmer and a picture of him <sighs> as Jeffrey Dahmer just got released this week. And, and he looks looks good. I will uh, can I say that he looks good when he looks like Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> That seems a little wrong. I mean, if you look into the every role he's played, that's kind of the case. Especially as most people developed their crush on him during the first season to American Horror Story when it's like, this is this is not a good character. Why do I like him? <laughs> yeah. But he looks accurate as Jeffrey Dahmer, I should say. <laughs> Yeah. But it's another do a rom com. Something where someone doesn't die. I think him being in a rom com would fuck everybody up. Exactly. I mean he was he was Quicksilver in the X-Men movies. Yeah. He was in Kick Ass too. Yeah, he was in Kick Ass. Why do I feel like he was in a couple episodes of Full of the Future? Am I imagining that? I don't know. I love Full of the Future. Yeah. And I was an adult when it came out. <laughs> I was probably not. By the time I actually watched it in the UK, I was an adult. Or late teens, anyway. My Disney Channel phase was my late teens, early 20s. It's like the dread you'd feel watching a show and you go like, wait, shit, how old is this kid? And you'd look them up and they were the same age as you. And it's like, oh, thank God for that. Because <laughs> like, when you're late teens, early 20s, it's like, if you're not my age, you're younger. And if you're younger, that's, that's you know what I mean? It's like sitting there at 18, like panicking, like, how old is this kid? It better be my age, and usually they were. <laughs> or older, in the case of some. I watched Disney Channel because of the girls when they were growing up. <laughs> I didn't have that excuse. I just liked the Disney Channel. I love Disney movies. <laughs> There's a new one coming out in the fall that's kind of looks a little big hero sexy ish okay i can't remember the name of it but it's about a robot that malfunctions okay 
and his best friend his like this boy gets this robot as a present and it's supposed to be his best friend like that's the point of the robot to be your best friend that sounds sadly kind of lonely and the robot is not functioning all the time that sounds extra lonely yeah it looks cute. I just mm. saw a preview for it the other day. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. What? Have you watched that Raya yet? I haven't watched it. But oh, Raya and the Last Dragon. That one's good. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Actually, no, I did watch it the other day and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, what was it called? <laughs> uh, it was on Netflix. It was one of the new family films on Netflix. And it's got like the uh, their version of Alexa. Can't say it too loud. She's listening. <laughs> um, was the family? Oh, the Mitchells the versus something. Yes, something. Yeah, where it's the girl and she wants to go to film school or something, and then the computers were going to take over the world and blast everyone into space. It was really cool, though. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I just forgot what it was called. <laughs> I'll have to look for it. It was on Netflix. Well, just because it was on your Netflix doesn't mean it's on my Netflix. That's true. Oh, there's that one that's coming as well that I fancy. The, the Wish Dragon. That looks pretty good. Is that on Netflix? Yeah. It's not out yet, but it's coming soon. I haven't heard of that one. I keep a close eye on the coming soon section, you see. I have to flip before these start making noises at me. Um, where would it be to find out what it's called? My problem is my Netflix is almost entirely an English style. So if I actually want to suddenly look for something that is English, it's probably not going to be that. <laughs> so, I don't know what you're called. Should have gone on my mom's profile. Would have been there. Pop um, there on Netflix, perhaps. No, you're just K dramas and anime. <laughs> They adapt the algorithm so that is exactly what you want to watch. Like, I come on my Netflix and almost nothing is English, and it's like, well, yep, that's yeah, it knows me. I remember what Takio Watiti is going to play now that I was couldn't remember. Ah, okay, he's going to play back, uh, Blackbeard. Okay, so the, the pirate, yeah. There it is. The Mitchells versus the machines. That's what it is. I've heard of, I've heard that was good. Yeah. It, it is on it. my Netflix. I definitely enjoyed it. Now I can press home again. <laughs> yes, which is which was very enjoyable. Disney has another one coming out called Luca. Something about Luca. Looks I haven't seen a lot of 
previews about it, but it looks cute. Hmm. I still have to watch Soul, which is on Disney Plus. I haven't watched that yet. I heard that was good. I haven't watched that either, actually. There's a lot of stuff on Netflix, I and Hulu and HBO and all the streaming services that I need to watch. I just don't because I spend the time reading. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that Jupiter's Legacy show? Yeah. Got canceled. Ah. So Anthony and I kind of gave up halfway through. Why are you showing me a mirror of myself? I don't know. Because I can. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) I don't want to see it. So I think that's it for this week. Okily dokily. Not much has been going on lately. No. No. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Lisa, if you're out there, hey, thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Two Pop Sirens and on Twitter at Two Pop Sirens. And you can follow me on Instagram at I'm a nerdy girl and on Twitter at I'm a nerdy girl 82. And I'm I Heart the Doctor. Anywhere you can find me, that'll be me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're prepared. I'm just mostly talking about K pop everywhere. So, ha. Huh. Well, maybe some people will enjoy that. Maybe. 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 All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.